broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hey everyone, I guess you didn't think you'd hear from us this week, but we have something special. We are going to go into the vault. We are going to pull out a ride that is no longer at Disney World and talk about how we would bring it back with maybe some new technology, a new queue, and some some new kind of, you know, cool stuff going along with it. So amazingly enough, I did not pick Ellen. I just want to let everyone know that. Surprising. So this is going to be something that we try out. See what sort of listeners we get to it. And if um, it works out well, we will continue to do these every once in a while as kind of a special little uh, treat for everyone. So this is going to be a little different than our regular thing. You know, it's going to be about rides. So I guess we should probably just tell everyone what ride we we chose before we get into this. I chose 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, one of my favorite rides that I truly miss, along with Alan. But that's the one I chose. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is actually my favorite all-time Disney ride. I think it's mine too, which is even even yeah. surpasses Ellen. But I got to choose first because I came up with the idea. That's so, right, <laughs> <laughs> and so, what'd you so pick, Tom? Tom? What, yeah, what'd you pick? Oh, I, I actually decided to pick Ellen. So <laughs> he's not going to do it justice, though. <laughs> Let's just be I honest. Mean, you everybody. know, I, it's it is one of my favorite things. <laughs> so. He didn't love it like I did. And, and Trevor, what was uh, on your? And uh, I picked extra terror terrestrial <laughs> alien encounter. I have to say, that okay. Again. Right. No, I mean, yeah. that's, yeah, terror Terrestrial. <laughs> yeah. One of the scariest rides probably ever out there, I would say. Let's be honest. Like, when you first went on that ride, I was on as an adult. I brought my kids thinking that that was just, you know, whatever sort of ride. I, I, let me put it to you like this. This is how crazy it was. A lady got so scared, she tried to run out of the place, oh, tripped, no. and hurt her ankle. Like, that ride was wow. that scary. <laughs> so we're going to try to reintroduce that one. I don't know if Trevor has it as scary or not. but um, uh, Well, yeah. Well, so d- we wanted to start with yours, though, right? You want to start with mine? Well, yeah, because okay. this so, was your idea, right? This so, so, yeah. was my idea. All right. Yeah. So he- here's the thing. Well, I- I'm going to have to put it somewhere first, right? So it, it only makes sense that I'm going to stick it in Epcot because I want to use Living Seas, right? So again, this goes against all my better judgment of what I feel about Epcot and how I just don't like the fact that Guardians of the Galaxy is going to go there. But I have to, I have to stick it there because I want the Living Seas. Now, so here's Nuke the thing. Nemo. No, I'm not even nuking Nemo. <laughs> oh, so what really? I'm going to do is no, no. So I'm going to do it in addition to Nemo. And what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to I'm hoping I don't have to add more aquariums. But if I do, I feel like at least I have everything there in place from a filtration system from all of that, right? So I'm going to try to reuse some of that, even if I can't reuse the aquarium. Now, what I'm going to try to do is you know again, like I'm going to leave Nemo there. But what I'm going to try to do is I'm still going to have the queue come up against the aquarium. So what I found was in SeaWorld, they did a lot of this where the queue itself was part of the aquarium. So I'm going to do the same thing here, right? So maybe your entrance is over there behind Nemo. I'm going to use some of that. And I don't even know what lands over there because that doesn't count. In my mystery, you know, world, I'm not worried about land because I'll knock stuff down if I have to. I mean, if they could do Ellen dirty, we can knock down whatever we need to back there. So here's the queue. You're walking through the queue. It's going to be kind of on your, your, your way to the submarine, but you're going to walk past some of you know, this, uh, you know, aquarium with like some, 
sort of like caverny kind of you know molding stuff around it. So that would be one idea. And then what's going to happen is the the ride itself. So the old ride was kind of it kind of went underwater on tracks and kind of had to be like navigated driven sort of thing so what i'm going to try to accomplish is the same effect that they did with the waterfalls and the bubbles so i'm going to have this lagoon but instead of kind of going around in a circle i think that i can just go straight down with it right and simulate the underwater experience and again if everyone remembers really what it was it was a boat it was not a submarine the original ride and you were just on the bottom of the boat right so that's how you felt like you were underwater well i'm going to do something like that because i think from a safety standpoint i don't think that we can really submerge everyone under in yeah. a real submarine we would love to but yeah waivers are have to be signed i think if you're gonna yes. do that so we're not gonna do we're not gonna do that but what we're gonna do is instead of kind of going around like and i think that was probably part of the problem was this you know kind of moving them around we're just gonna go straight under we're gonna go augmented reality so what we're gonna do is on on the we're only gonna do it on one side so the, the seating is going to be something a little dissimilar to what we remember from the original one. It's just going to be portholes on one side and that the portholes are going to be actually up against this aquarium. So it's going to feel like you're underwater. You're going to have this whole bubble you know, thing going as you kind of go down, which is really, again, you're just going underwater a little bit on this boat and then seeing the aquarium. And what's going to happen is, is that you're going through a mission. Because if you remember the, the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, right, the, the people, the actual crew members didn't talk that much, right? But we're going to have one with you, okay? Because we want to have this crew member because part of the ride is going to be, you know, at the end you have the squid, you know, giant squid. And what I would love to happen is, is that not only does this giant squid attack the submarine, but it squeezes it a little bit. And like what I'm trying to accomplish in the submarine, this could be a little scary, but like that bolts start to pop around the oh. seams. Now, not pop out like they're going to hit somebody and hurt them, right? But that they like so, kind of dislodge and, and pop like the and there's some steam. crumples and stuff. Yes. Yeah. And there's going to okay. be some bolts popping with some steam. And the, the giant squid is going to be this augmented reality. So you, you kind of feel that it's there with you in the aquarium. But again, it's augmented reality around these portholes. And, and that's kind of going to be your experience. Now, again, you get off the ride off of the queue now the getting off of the ride is actually going to be kind of this area where you're going down and out kind of so you don't see the entrance to the ride and you kind of get that island you know that experience that you had on Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea kind of like um a, a pirates of the caribbean on the way out i know this is going to be a pretty expensive ride but you know, i have a lot of money <laughs> to spend here so that's okay um so you're going to get off kind of on the island as you get out but again i think with just Using the aquarium on one side as well as augmented reality, I, I think we can bring back this ride and, and give you the same experience. But again, I want it to be a little bit more where, you know, you, you have this squid. And again, you know, maybe that you even have this crew member with you kind of a la Jungle Cruise. Again, I understand in the movie that they didn't talk, but that's, again, we have, we have some liberty here, right? Some licensing liberty here so that maybe they kind of guide you through this experience because I think that's what would make it fun, right? I think kind of combining a few things from the other rides, you know, we're going to, we kind of lost that a little bit on the great movie ride. We don't know what's coming back, but give us that interaction with someone bringing you under. And I think you almost need that in case there's a problem with some like claustrophobia or things like that. You, you kind of want that crew person there. So that's what I'm going with on my ride. But now I'd like to hear some questions. Well, you, you so... How about some mm-hmm. interactivity there? Like, uh, you know, when the final squid attack ah, so scene happens. Interesting. I thought yeah. about this. Like shooting did, it so or something or pressing no, buttons what, to shoot you, tor- tor- torpedoes. I, I, I thought about the button thing, but yeah. the problem with that is, and, and that's originally what I wanted to do. Some, you know, you'd hit a button and it would give you like, they give the, an electric shock 
to the submarine yeah. to get the squid off. I was thinking about that and kind of having the you know cast member guide you through this button experience. So I couldn't get. I don't think everyone should have access to the button. And I thought about maybe like kind of giving. <laughs> one kid that experience right bring them up and then they get to hit the button but then like you know the problem with that is is you have all these people that would feel like they were left out because they didn't get to press the button especially with kids right yes originally i did have that experience and i in my ride but i felt like it was better left alone because it just is going to bring angry people to the table and i don't like angry people at disney and i don't like people asking to be the button pusher i don't like any of that so i took that out of the ride hold on but what if you use the same concept from mission space though where like so smaller ride instead of instead of a larger boat you bring the size down and then everybody who is sitting in the boat has a role yeah so the problem with that is is that you bring claustrophobia into it right so there's a lot of people that don't ride mission space because of that and i want to make this not be that experience right okay and then the other problem is is that i feel like you know, if you have a role, and as I say, I'm like, all right, well, I'm the person that's not going to press the button. Ha, ha, ha. Like, now what's going to happen? You know, I felt like I just leave that out. But it was part of my original idea. Like I said, I have these, you know, submarines are sinking straight down because I want to get a lot of people on them. I want it to eat up people, right? Because, again, that's part of what we're trying to accomplish here, especially with a ride like that, which is along the lines of Jungle Cruise. Because really what we're talking about is a Jungle Cruise ride, just underwater augmented reality, right? I can bring a little bit more to the table when I have those screens. And and here's the thing, too. You know, again, I'm going to kind of steal a little bit of, you know, the Harry Potter screen. You can do a lot of cool stuff with portholes, you know, that become clear after the fact, right? So, Mm. you know, you have them kind of foggy as you're going down with augmented reality and electricity running through glass. Now, you can do some really cool stuff. I think everything that I'm kind of thinking of is something that exists today. So I'm not looking outside the box of holograms and nonsense like that, you know. And then the other thing is is that, you you know, you have this real aquarium again. I just don't know if we can sneak it into the current aquarium anywhere without killing Nemo. That's the only problem I have. That'd be tough. That'd be tough. So well, again, so, so my thought on that would be um, so like on the other side of the aquarium, and then you'd set it up kind of like my thought was you know not have it run necessarily run against the aquarium the whole time. Mm-hmm. So like kind of like how Journey into Imagination was set up, where there was like a central hub, and then and then the ride kind of moved around the outside of the hub. Like it, there was like it was like a yeah. So what what I have yeah. to rem- what I'm trying to do is too is that so these boats that are going downward. Again, I think I'm only going to get one aquarium wall, so right. So I have to have them kind of lined up in a way that they don't see the other ones, but you still see the real aquarium. So I, I don't know how many boats we can fit in there uh, against one of those, you know, yeah, um, aquariums. So th- that's going to be the other part. Because again, I don't know if we want to build a whole another aquarium for this ride, and we kind of need to see real fish to make it worthwhile, right? Again. I think we have to augment the reality to make it as an experience rather than just, you know, a ride where it doesn't feel like you're truly underwater. So. I, I will say this, though. In thinking about what you're describing here, Damon, I, I really mm-hmm. like the idea, but it's invoking a lot of very scary memories from when I was a kid because um, I, I rode the uh, the submarine in Disneyland and they had a sea serpent at the end of it. So it was yep. like... Like as you came up, you could kind of see the, you know, the back of the sea serpent and all that. And I'm just imagining, you know, for kids, an augmented reality version of that, where like you're looking out into a body of water and there's a thing (laughs) there. Awesome. And then, and, but then like, I would never go near that aquarium again. If that, 
happened to me on a ride. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. Okay, hey, listen, you you got a scary ride by yourself. So I don't know if you're going to be popping out daisies and flowers out of your ride. But <laughs> hey, listen, I want something a little more adult, and and I think that that would give us the experience of something being a little bit scary. I think they've pulled the scary out of Disney. This would be a way to kind of bring it back a little bit without going absolutely nuts. Maybe you maybe you give yourself a ship that doesn't you know again I've seen what I've seen recently too is you know it becomes a cue nightmare but you could have different experiences right like like they have at Mission Space you could have the non you know oh, big squids the, the, that the just seems silly though, and the, the yeah that seems version. silly you know what get in there the, the squid squeezing it bolts are popping steam's coming out you, you may feel like you're gonna drown there's the ride for you. <laughs> Awesome. But, um, but, but I, I think on this theme, I think Trevor has to go next because I'm curious to see how he's going to turn this thing into a ride that's worthwhile without being scary. Okay. So, so I, I put some thought into this. And so first of all, the biggest problem with uh, Alien Encounter was that it was in the middle of Tomorrowland. And so it was kind of a sucker punch that way. Because, you know, you, you go into Tomorrowland thinking, oh, you know, all this futuristic spaceship stuff and then you get that which yeah like like you said um with your kids you know they were freaked out people got hurt um i saw the same thing it was actually my wife and i went and to it on our honeymoon and it was the same thing we went into it thinking oh you know this will you know it's disney how bad could it be right and we were blown away by how intense it was to the point you know where same thing we saw you know people walking out with their kids and we didn't have kids at the time but we even felt bad for the other people <laughs> can you remember going in and seeing people bring like their five and six year old and going yep. oh you messed up <laughs> oh well, you messed up <laughs> yeah like we, we went back on and yeah we were like kind of looking at people going are you sure you want to be on this so so they so warned you like 10 times on the way in too but, there's but like you, so many warnings but but tom so but, you've been on the ride right yeah sure. yeah you have no idea, though. The first no, time true. you went that's on true. it, listen, you warned me a million times. Like Trevor says, you have no clue. That's true. I'll give you yeah. that. Yeah. So, so that's the first thing is that it really – it should not exist in Tomorrowland. So if it was to be brought back, I actually propose that it goes into Hollywood Studios in between um, Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster, like out back behind them kind of thing. And the reason being oh, to make it even a scarier location. Well, but yeah. but then but then it's all grouped together because then you know you know if you're going there with your kids, you're already going there for Tower of Terror. Okay. So so you know you already have you already have it in your mind. Like it's not like it's next to Buzz Lightyear, right? It's <laughs> amazingly enough, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it makes more sense. The placing matters okay. for sure. It absolutely does matter. Um, the second thing that matters is is that. When that ride came out, the whole thing about it was it was in the dark and mm-hmm. and it was it was a lot of audio. It wasn't even necessarily that it was that that the ride itself was that scary. It was that because you were in the dark and all you could hear was sounds going on and you know a little oh. bit of lights and stuff like that. Um I I think it was the the feeler things that go across the back of your Well, um, yeah, there there was the yeah, breath yeah. and all that kind of stuff, but I actually think um again, you know, using using projection technology and stuff like that, you can do that where there is actually a visual there. Like, like it'll, it'll still be very dark to the point where you almost can't see, but using projectors, they can, you know, have movement, have that, all that kind of stuff. So, so you're talking about it still being aliens. Yeah. Like, it's still an alien thing, but I, um, I just feel that if it wasn't completely in the dark, that would take away a lot of the 
the uh, intensity of but, it. So, but you're talking about like so projected aliens, like from aliens movie. No, no. Well, Disney not, does own so, it. So now. you're not changing the theme of it. So the theme is exactly the same. It is scary old aliens. Well, well yeah, rated movie it, aliens because it's alien encounter. It still has to be an alien. I mean, I I, I could I was originally going to say you know still make it a stitch ride and take out the uh, the chili dog smell and all that, but. <laughs> It, it right, just, so we're, we're going back to Aliens. So it, it's in yeah. Hollywood Studios. I'm on board with that. Yeah. It's Aliens. We got some projections, so we're not totally in the dark here. Yeah. And then um, I was even also like debating. Like aliens popping out of people's like stomachs? Like, or no. Just, like, like, or are we like, trying to make it a little friendlier or no? No. Like it's up on the wall. It's moving around and all that. But also not – yeah, not as, you know – personal i guess not where the thing is like you know standing on top of your chair or breathing down your neck all often, <laughs> bouncing on your shoulders yeah. yeah okay so so i feel you know if it was just moving around the room but then also um i was kind of debating back and forth about even making it into a vr experience similar to the void so um this is where again it, it so so what i've heard is is that so? That was funny because one of those things was sitting over at um, SeaWorld too, like a roller coaster. Remember we had talked about with mm-hmm. VR. The problem is, is that you're talking about cleaning each one of those each time. So you got to get like, is it flight of passage time now to get people on, or there's more people in it, right? So we're in the same still scenario, like where they're seating in a circle, or now. Um, well, the thing is, if you get the VR thing, you don't even need the circle anymore because you. Um, the whole point of the circle was because the stage in the middle and all yep. of that, right? So that can all be taken away with um, if you're using VR goggles. So you can still get the same feeling where you know you're in a room and the thing is moving around the room, but it's all done via VR now. So it can be, you can have like a large um, a large room full of uh, full of the, the rows, kind of similar to Flight of Passage because it's, it's multiple, um, it, it, there's multiple bays for that, right? So, mm. so that was kind of my thinking was it, having, having like, yeah, a large, a large theater type area, but then using either, I, I was, I wasn't sure if I wanted to go full VR or augmented reality. The thing about augmented reality is that I think it feels a little more, um, a little more, uh, realistic because it's still the same room, but it's just things mapped over top either. Yeah. Either using the, uh. The, but then you, you then you gotta kind of pretty much go not dark, right? Which is what you want anyway. Yeah. It, well, yeah. It can't be a dark ride, and, and like I said, honestly, I, I found that the the whole the whole dark thing it, it did make it a lot more intense, but it's kind of a gimmick too. Like it. That was it, the best part of the ride, though, man. I I loved that. I loved that. Like that scary was scary. Yeah. For but, whatever reason, that scary was scary. But but to me, it was all, like because it was also in the parks the same time as uh, that Drew Carey thing. Oh, the sound thing. Yeah. Yeah, the sound and, thing. And, yeah. and with that, the bees yeah. buzzing in your ear. Yeah, it, it yeah. very much felt the same as that to me. Is like they, it, they were just experimenting with that. And mm-hmm. and so I, I don't even really want the dark and alien encounter. I, I want it to be more of a of an, of a, a VR-type experience, okay. almost like The Void, where you know, you're know you sitting there, um, you're getting – things are all happening in the room. The room is you know like things are falling apart, the aliens moving around, all that kind of stuff. But um, – but maybe maybe using some of those uh, techniques that they used from the dark ride, where yeah, you you know you you are feeling things, things are are physically happening around you. But with the help of of VR augmented reality, it looks more intense, but 
it's uh, like I said to me I, I think if you take the dark out of it less people will be freaked out by that because I, I know I know like you said Damon you really love the dark part of it yeah but I think that was a large reason why so many people came off that but, ride completely freaked out by it <laughs> so the thing is though once you start to add VR in it right you also then limit the the age of the kids right so now yes. you all, all of a sudden have a something we have to worry about because because really is there any restriction on flight of passage uh, that's not true vr it's not like a vr day. headset or anything no, yeah, no, no. i think with no, a vr a headset yeah i think with a vr headset the problem that you run into is just the the age right i think there's got to be some sort of age on it and you know disney doesn't like age they like height right so but that's the only thing but, you might run but into. we're all t- also talking you know fantasy reconstruction things here too this also eliminates the issue of you know people bringing their two young kids onto the ride True. Yeah. True. So yeah, I could see that. So I, I think it would do better as um, cl- something closer to the void than as the the. And, and I think Disney <laughs> Disney has it doesn't have anything like that in its you know a lot of other parks have VR in them and Disney does not really excluding the void at this point true VR so I could see that. Yeah. yeah. So so that would be my wish list for it is that you know yeah. Take Alien Counter, make it into a cool VR experience. Put it with the other, you know, more adult rides, not next to, mm. <laughs> you know, don't put it in Toy Story Land. Put it next to Toy Story Land. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So All right. I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I like it. We should probably keep moving here soon because we're going to yeah. keep these episodes short, right? So yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. Well, right. we're, we're gonna we're gonna rip yours apart anyway, Tom. Because it's mean, Ellen. It's the there's best nothing ride you ever, can do so. to fix it. I know. Um, so first of all, with Ellen, the first thing, if you just went on it before it closed, the first thing you noticed is it's, it was woefully out of date, right? So you you would go and watch that pre-show, which, by the way, love the pre-show. Uh, I think you keep Ellen, you keep Bill Nye, you just make an updated version of it. Right, and I think you should give her. We're to the keeping gym. Bill Nye too. You know who I would take? I take who's the astrophysicist? Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson would be a good addition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you could I, have I, the three of them. Oh, that would be good. That would be a lot of fun, right? Yeah, that would be. So, good. but anyway, go ahead. You do that. I, I don't know if you need to do the dream sequence thing anymore. I, I, I feel like that you could. They could do something else with that. And I, I honestly don't know what that is. So we're not doing. We're not doing Jeopardy then. I feel like you. They already did Jeopardy. I, you're just mad because Stupid Judy would be gone. Right, stupid Judy. Yeah. <laughs> you need stupid Judy to stay in. Yeah, there. but we could bring something back to the table, right? Like, because again, it tri- maybe you don't bring Trebek, dude. Steve Harvey, Family Feud. <laughs> do a Family Feud Ooh, instead. I yeah. like it. Yeah, I that's like better. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do a new game show. Do yeah. Okay, I like that. That'd be fun. Um, I'm thinking you move away from the moving theater. Okay, so those gigantic. I think we go more towards the trackless technology of today. The stuff that they're going to be using for, uh, you know, Ratatouille. Mini, yeah, for Ratatouille for Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway. I, I think smaller cars, maybe just as many. I don't know, but I think it would be cool if they were smaller individual cars and that the experience for each person on it was different. Right, so those cars can go anywhere. You don't know where they're going to go, and there's so much space in that building. There's so many different cool things that I feel. So like you're keeping do. it the same building. Guardians of the Galaxy is kaput at this point. Yeah, no, that's it. That doesn't exist. It's just the okay. same building. We're keeping the same building, same exact thing. I also think you know this is a minor point that doesn't matter about the show. I think they should upgrade the solar panels on the roof of the building and have it you know power more of the building again. Um, I I kind of feel like you should keep that right educational. 
right? I would be on board with that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know, I know. There's, there's not that much educational but, stuff but, left. But I mean, are we doing the dinosaurs? Like, so what's that part look like? Are we doing the dinosaurs still, and just bringing them up to date, or like, what are we doing? Here? Yeah, I think, I think it would be cool if it was a. I don't want to say like a choose your own adventure because we can't. You, it'd be hard to do. But with those trackless cars, every experience could be different on that ride, right? So maybe. D- Oh, Go you sorry. go to different times. You so go to instead different of like, times, yes. Yes, and you can be like three different ones. So one person, you go to the dinosaur. Yep. One person goes Industrial Revolution. Yep. Okay. Yeah, okay, and, I can see that. And also, you know, that, that show was also pretty outdated at the end, too, when, you know, talking about all the different energy types and things like that. You know, there's new things that we, we you know, know about now. I think it would be cool to explore those things. Instead of being in just a giant room with screens, like, you know, let's build out some big sets, Right. Maybe you know we're talking about nuclear power or whatever, and you're 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 taking your little car through a nuclear power plant. I don't know, I, or you could do a journey to the center of the center of the earth type of thing, right? We're talking about fossil fuels. Maybe instead of like just looking at dinosaurs, we you know have a cool thing where we somehow bust through the crust of the earth and and check out where the oil All right, is. So so we'll give you that one. Then we will give you industrial revolution. What's your third one? Oh man, it's just question. the future. Future. I guess technology. the future. Yeah, like now, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like now, like you know, biofuels or you know whatever else. I could see that. Yeah, I, I think I think it would be kind of cool, but I, I like the idea of using the trackless technology for that and having a different experience every time you go on it. I'm I'm really hung up on the idea of like the way you're describing it. You know, having an entire again an entire theater where all of a sudden it breaks up into chunks and just yeah everybody goes off in different directions, right? Like, yeah, I, I have no idea how that would work. I mean, just like, <laughs> but, but that that but that's really cool. That that that's actually yeah. that could have potentially saved Ellen because yeah, that big that big ride thing because yeah. it was like a big structure, right? If they could have broken that down into to smaller chunks where they could individually control them, I think that would be really yeah. cool. Yeah. And then I like I it. Mean, it doesn't even need to. I mean, they they can, like you said, they can kind of go all over the place and go to different places and have a different experience every time. I, I think when you're talking about, re, you know, re-rideability, right, is when mm-hmm. you can have a different experience every time you go on it, like you want to ride that ride all the time, right? You want to go every single I time. I want to ride Ellen all the time, even when it's the same experience. No, I agree. I agree. But, um, <laughs> well, you can have that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So that was my I, thought for this. I, I think that's all I got as far as that, no, that creativity I, I, goes. <laughs> I, I like that. So I, I think what we're trying to accomplish for our listeners is going to give you like an in-betweener show. It's not going to be as long. We're going to have different ideas. I have some other ideas you know, upcoming if this is something that you guys are interested in. Again, this is a great opportunity if you want us to talk about something off the wall Disney to let us know. We will definitely do an episode based on you know a request that's that's not a problem either but again we're looking to kind of see if everyone listens uh so make sure you kind of check it out and let us know what you think the mini episode this are we, we we're trying to come up with a good name for but, it well but here's the thing like if, it, if it does well, yeah, if, it, if it does if it does if it does well enough we'll continue them this is this is a test right just like disney off. would would run a test we're running a test to off see the purple if people wall are interested off the purple, purple. wall. Yeah. <laughs> the Instagram wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there we go. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for checking in on this one. Uh, we, we appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, we'll talk to you again next week. This is Skipper Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. We'll do a huddle when we hit a chair. How she can cuddle is no. I looked around from pole to pole.
sugar bowl. 